Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers show. We were just watching the Andrew Quatran intro, and I think what gets me the most is that silly rain hat that he has on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a looney tune. I uh, love that guy. But um, you're... New England Free Jacks are Eastern Conference champions, Dave. Uh, the New England Free Jacks will be battling the Western Conference champions, the San Diego Legion, uh, in the upcoming game in a place called Chicago, Illinois. Uh, it will be at the MLS Stadium there in Bridgeview, I believe is the name of the town. <laughs> it's SeatGeek right. Stadium. Um, so, yeah. Um, should we talk about the seeding controversy now? I guess now is a better time, uh, or there is no better time than now, uh, to discuss yeah. what has taken place. So let's if you lead with and, it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh well, we um, fans knowing that the Free Jacks were having a uh, very successful season and that the likelihood was good that uh, they could be the Eastern Conference champions, as they now are. Yes. Uh, people have been buying tickets for the finals, hoping to see the Free Jacks for weeks now, since just about since it was announced. Um, and in so doing, they kind of nominated Section 126. Kenny Thompson took took the lead on it. Um, John Ellis now is another who's been a, a big force. Mm-hmm. And um, they got a bunch of fans. I heard about 30 fans got tickets in 126. Um, <clears throat> today, the team announced that uh, there is actually going to be an official section with a 30% discount, and that is going to be Section 130. Now, if you already purchased tickets, you can get a refund, a full refund, including all the service fees and everything, um, by emailing um, the uh, Chicago Hounds, not the Free Jacks. So you're going to want to email tickets at chicagohounds.com, give them the confirmation number of your previously held tickets they'll go ahead if you ask them to and they'll cancel that whole order you get your entire um charge back and then you can purchase tickets or you can purchase tickets and then refund whatever order you you want to i know some people will want to have those new tickets before they cancel those old tickets makes sense Um, but yeah use the code east champs e-a-s-t-c-h-a-m-p-s you get 30 percent off my family saved you know over 100 bucks um, it was really good. So we appreciate the team looking out. Uh, I know that some fans who already had tickets and have had tickets for you know a month, two months, you know, are a little bit disappointed to have to move if they want to mm-hmm. stay with the group. And as I said on social media already, no hard feeling. Like I get it. I'm particular about where I sit. I was able yep. to get seats that are just about identical to my old seats. 126 and 130 are. Uh, very similar sections. They're in. They're on the same side of the field. They're on just different halves. So one's on like the right half, one's on the left half, both around mm-hmm. the area between the 10 meter line and the 22 meter line. Um, great seats. That's where I like to sit to see any rugby game. Um, so really happy with that discount. Uh, again, you know, a few people will, will probably choose to stay and keep old seats, but you should also know 126 apparently is the San Diego Legion fan section. So only stay in 126 if you're comfortable being surrounded by red, black, and gold. Yeah. Um, I don't quite... So my my whole thing was initially when this was announced that it was going to be in uh, uh, Chicago, I was like, wow, oh, this sucks. I wanted it to be at Fort Quincy if at all possible. So, And then I kind of came around to the concept, right, because 
Shaq is going to be DJing. How cool is that? And then yeah. Dropkick Murphy. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go regardless of the Free Jacks win or lose. I think it would be cool just to go to the neutral side. I've never been to Chicago. So I immediately, I think the day of that they went on sale, I bought my tickets in 128. But here's my thing, Dave. Like, I'm very brash about stuff. So I'm like, let's go. I'm going to go ahead and get. So I didn't right. coordinate with anybody. So I was going to be in 128, possibly in an island by myself with Caitlin and I, where all of the rest of the guys were in 126. So, like, it was like, yeah, okay, all right, I guess we'll just have to make do or whatever. But then this opportunity came about where the Free Jacks have decided to, or however it came about, that we are now moving to 130 as the official Free Jacks fan zone with discounted tickets. So I was like, okay, great. As soon as I heard about that, I was like, perfect. Now I want to be with all of our buddies, right? Yeah. Easy Work. move for me. I didn't have to be convinced any more than that. Yeah, it worked so, out very like, well for you. Yeah. So the sword cuts both ways, right? Some people right. are going to be loath to give up their old tickets and a little bit um, put out by, by just what they feel is late late timing, yes. which I understand. I know one one thing uh, Kenny has said is like that that this could be something announced what when the venue is announced, not only announce that this you know it's going to be at Seat Geek, but you can say. This section will be the Eastern Conference finalist fan section. So right. any fans of the East, you know, we would have booked there. So just just a, a learning as they as they kind of frame it often for next year to uh, maybe get word out a little bit sooner. But it is a great idea and a great promotion. And I'm, I'm happy to uh, be participating. Can't wait to see how many Free Jacks fans we will pack into section 130 and get the huzzas really ripping. Absolutely. Uh, super excited about uh, just the the idea that the Free Jacks, our Free Jacks, are in a championship game to hoist a trophy at the end of the season. That's exactly what we want, and it is a little unfortunate. I understand what people are frustrated. I know Kenny is is not a happy camper right now with the, with the situation. Um, I, I feel bad for those people that, that, that coordinated to sit, sit together, and they might not be able to get the same – quality of seats in in section 130 so it's a real bummer uh from that aspect um for sure yeah. uh we're hearing disrespectful of the league to do this um our good friend ranger james is chiping in here crazy stuff as long as we are together it's good i feel bad for kenny and the others who booked first row months in advance but honestly the view from further back is sometimes better further away that was my approach initially when i got 128 i got the 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 furthest back row that i could get and i love an aisle seat so i got those so you know the front is not always the best place to be but the, you know it, i guess it's, it's all you know perspective and, and how you look at things stadium won't be sold out people can move together i think that's another great thing i mean it, it all depends are they going to be super strict are they going to have ushers in every single section like saying no you can't go here you can't go here or whatever right that's always a possibility right because we'll fight them if they do <laughs> we'll fight them uh what we else i uh, would keep in mind this is the first year that they've done the neutral location i'm sure next year the league will learn yeah this is one of those learning yeah. opportunities right where people are clearly upset at something that a change that has taken place so they really really need to be taking notes here i know that tk has uh, made an apology in uh in one of the posts on online mm. regarding this uh the general manager of the free jacks yeah. uh, excited so, and it, at the end of the day it's a pretty good problem to have to get a 30 percent. you know uh the 30 percent discount was later totally. than i would have liked Absolutely. um you know so it's uh it's pretty great and then you know in terms of perspective 
think about the shit show that was the finals last year and yeah. no what a mess no venue like a week ahead of time really yeah. low attendance i heard somebody say they've already sold twice as many tickets for this final it. as they did for last year and they've yeah. got a week the week where you actually know who the teams are totally. is still coming up we just found out who the west team was yesterday yes that's correct uh, excited for the tailgate, perhaps maybe a Irish pub on Friday night for the people there early. That is from Ranger James oh, as well. That's a great idea. Meet that's up somewhere near. The, I'm sure people are staying as close to the stadium as they can. Mm -hmm. uh, that's an idea that's got some legs. I'm sure we will. Uh, somebody will nail a location down and we'll get together. You know, Colonel Kenny Thompson is probably the king of uh, Free Jack's travel. He, he is the leader of the expeditionary forces for a reason. The guy goes all over the place supporting the Free Jacks. Um, you know, he's just extremely disappointed in the announcement to move fans from one section to another. They've been, you know, specifically him and, as you're saying, some other people have been promoting Section 126 for the Free Jacks for four or five weeks now. And now the club has, you know, uh, you know, so he's just really, really frustrated. There is a statement. I'm kind of picking some points out because I don't want to spend too long on this. Yeah, but yeah. It, he, 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 uh, he understands the intention of the MLR to create two separate sections for the finalist, but he's questioning why these sections were not blocked from public sale uh, until this, uh, you know, until this moment in time with a note saying why uh, on the ticket site, I'm equally dismayed by the lack of support from the club, you know, he's he's really really upset obviously and and i i get it i i totally get it and, and i feel bad for those people that want that front row experience and may not get that uh it seems that way at least in, in 130 uh you know and and he's more dedicated than any free jack fan that i really know with his travel and stuff like that the guy reads what bleeds red white and blue so uh, i just hate it for everybody involved initially i thought it was a great idea i still kind of do think it is but you have to consider those folks that you know don't feel the same way about this and you know hopefully they'll get well, it right in future years all they have to do is defeat san diego win the <laughs> right. shield and nobody will care about yeah. what section their ticket was in nobody will even ever tell the story again absolutely very well put, and let's move over to the San Diego preview here. The Legion will be marching into Chicago with a 16-1 overall record. Um, 14 wins in a row, I believe, is what it was. I, I had a little bit. I didn't have as much prep time as I would have liked uh, on this one, guys. But Maanano at 41 years old, kicking a drop goal in the first minutes of the game. Like, who would have predicted yeah. that? Who had that in their betting pool? I sure as hell didn't. And a 50-22 um, and another unreal. kick that doesn't have a name. It was just yeah. a good tactical kick. Yeah. It just, like, absolutely showing off that at 41 years old, he has still – Got it. I um, still got it, man. There yeah. are only 11 people in history who have gotten 100 caps for the All Blacks, mm -hmm. and one of them plays for San Diego. It's pretty Ma great. Nanu. At 41 years old as well. Yeah. You know, he's, still out there. He's unreal. Did you know that he is a vegetarian and that he credits that. his dietary change, which I think was about five or six years ago, um, maybe, maybe longer, I don't know. Um, but that he credits that for uh, his longevity and his ability to continue to play at 41. I feel like Tom Brady is essentially the same way. Like he very, very rarely eats meat. And, you know, obviously he was a quarterback for a very, very long time, yeah. well into his mid forties, I believe. So yeah, yeah but he's weird. So who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, going to get hate mail for that one. <laughs> there's people angrily typing right now. <laughs> um, 
Let's see here. What else do I have about San Diego's performance against um, Seattle? Um, you know, basically, as you were saying, those kicks made him look like a fly half, even though he looks like a bruiser. I mean, like he might be the all-time biggest bruiser uh, when you think of a bruiser on the rugby pitch at center, right? Uh, built like a Sherman tank. But for him to have that type of stuff in his back pocket, just the skills that he has at kicking the ball is right. terrifying. Everyone talks about the Legion's offensive powerhouses, like uh, guys like Mikey Teo, Nasty Nate Osberger, Maanano, but their defense really stomped out Seattle's attempts uh, at attack. They couldn't go forward with the ball. They kept, you know, having to go sideways. Which, you know, if you watch, God bless them, USA Rugby. A lot of times when they're playing a Tier One nation, that you see them do that a lot because they yeah. can't get anything offensive together. They're just going sideways, sideways, yeah. sideways, and it's so frustrating and sad to watch. Um, it's because of Seattle, uh, San Diego, excuse me, defense. Now, Seattle also shot themselves in the foot over and over again, which was frustrating to watch in the Western Conference final. But San Diego definitely put them to the sword. San Diego uh, broke down Seattle's defense with their very wide play. I think uh, that pitch that they're on there is super wide, and it gives them um, – I think a bit of an advantage, their footwork, their ball in hand, running rugby and sustained pressure broke down that seawall. What was your just overall impressions as you, I know you watched the, the game real time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was a good game. I thought that it, neither team kind of reminiscent of the Eastern conference final, neither team played perfectly. There were some errors um, from both sides, just in terms of things like ball handling and, and line-out errors. Both teams had some line-out miscues, the same way both D.C. and New England had miscues in their uh, their match. It's interesting to see, and I, I honestly, I don't know if that is just an artifact of it being playoff rugby and mm -hmm. the the, you know, there's an extra the defense has an extra step, you know, they're coming up a little bit faster. It certainly looked like Seattle felt that, you know, that piece where the, the pace of the San Diego team was something they were just not quite there ready to match. Um, I don't know if it's just that, if it's actually something that occurs because of the higher intensity and, and higher pace is just going to create a few more errors than we're used to seeing from these teams who are normally all pretty clinical. Um, yeah. But I saw some of that, and that was that was interesting to see. If people have opinions on that, I'd love I'd love to hear them. I know Mike Petri on the broadcast was talking about, um, you know, he he attributed that at least for San Diego and for New England to that rest week, mm -hmm. and that your timing gets can get a little bit off, and it can take a little bit of time to settle. I think yep. he's on to something with that. Um, it, and then I don't know, maybe the flip side of the coin is Seattle and. DC are both a little bit tired and battered and it just kind of materializes in a similar way, a little bit higher error rate for both, both teams, all four teams in this case, really. Um, I don't know. Curious, curious. That was, that was the first thing that struck me was that, you know, both of the finals um, looked uh, a little bit, I don't know. They had a different, a different tenor than the previous meetings in the season. Mm -hmm. Um they San Diego look really good. They play with so much pace, as you mentioned. Yes. Their pack is really physical. Um, it's hilarious that we're talking about Ma Nanu's kicking Some of all same. things, you know. But but he's got that. Also, one of the best line break centers in rugby history. No doubt. Um, and he's a very good defender. He puts guys into space. I mean, it turns out he's a pretty good inside center. Yeah. Um, 
it is going to be it's going to be a, a hell of a match because San Diego are a hell of a team, but New England are definitely up for it. Yeah, uh, there were a lot of players on the ground in that Seattle and uh, San Diego game, which I'll take any advantage we can get going into no a, a final. You know, going yep. into that match for the Shield. And it's definitely an advantage that those guys were beating the hell out of each other, and we get an extra day of rest. That's so. another thing that I was going to mention. You know, a, ta- a slight tactical advantage here for the yep. Free Jacks having that extra day of rest. Uh, I, I didn't look at the miles. I'm, you know, David Lawrence would have had this pulled up immediately. But I, it, you know, the difference between. Uh, you know, leaving from Boston to get to Chicago, I, I imagine that it is a shorter trip than going from San Diego to get to, to Chicago. I believe the flight is two and a half hours from Boston to San, uh, to uh, Chicago. Surely it's much longer for San Diego to get there, and they, they, uh, they've uh, lost a day of rest having to play on Sunday instead of Saturday like the Free Jacks. So little factors like that could come into play here. Also, I've talked about this all year long, and I, I was saying it because I felt like they would stumble at some point. Obviously, they're super good. But the oldest team in the league, 29 years on average, is this San Diego Legion squad. So, I mean, it doesn't didn't seem to matter against uh, yeah. Seattle, right, with uh, Ma'anano, 41 years old, right. doing what he did, uh, putting that man-of-the-match performance together. But uh, – yeah, it's it's a tall task. You know, I was I took some notes during the game. You know, I'm, I'm not the exact. I'm not a tactician or anything like that with rugby. I, I'll watch the ball for sure. But um, you know, what I wrote down, I, I just kept thinking to myself, like, man, I would just prefer a Seattle matchup, not just because I love their fans, like they're great people, and I think that the fan cultures are very very similar. Um, I, I just feel like it's a better matchup against Seattle, although. Wouldn't it be nice because we have the two best teams in the league facing off against each other, right? Like based on record and based on, I think you could argue roster as well. The two best teams have made it to the final. So for the Free Jacks to take on San Diego, a team that they've lost to at the beginning of the season and probably put in their worst losing performance. I think they played much better in a losing effort against uh, Utah, you know, weeks later. This yeah. this performance they had at San Diego, there's there's you know you could throw a bunch of excuses out there, travel, blah blah blah. You know, um, John Poland didn't play. Reese McDonald played, and what you know it's like his first game as a free jack. Uh, but ultimately, you know, we get uh, a chance for redemption here and a little bit of revenge at the highest stage that this league provides. And you definitely want to, if you're going to climb a mountain, it might as well be the da- the tallest one. And I think that's what is in front of the Free Jacks here facing off against San Diego. Yeah, I agree. You want to beat the best, right? No and these guys in the regular season, they were the best, the best record mm-hmm. ever in MLR. Certainly the team that week in, week out looked, you know, looked the most consistent and, and, and um, good in terms of just dominating dominating the west which was a was a tough competition and they were able to just really take it and run i think keep thinking back to looking at when we were the last few weeks of the season not right at the end Mm -hmm. but when we were looking doing those previews looking at the conference standings and just the the number of points that san diego managed to pull together they only left like six pool points six possible pool points for the whole season they didn't take something Incredible. crazy like that. I can't. I mean, we Incredible. could look it up right now, but yeah. they got. You know, you could get with sixteen matches. You can get 
80 is the highest number of uh, highest number of points you could have in your pool. Um, and they were they were not too far off. They're a really Incredible. really good team, and I am thrilled to be playing them. I know Chris. Uh, yes. One of the fans of the show has been yep. talking about how glad he is to be in the final and how glad he is to have, you know, be the slight underdog. Yeah. We know that these guys fight like cornered dogs, you know, yep. when, when they always have. It has been it is ingrained in the culture of this team. And um, I am really, really pleased to be playing them in the final. It's going to be an amazing amazing match and i For think sure. you know it's one that the free jacks can uh take a victory away from it and go home with the shield if we do what we need to do no doubt i mean the the free jacks as we've seen are an extremely dangerous team this is not a david and goliath story by any means the free jacks deserve to be here and the free jacks yeah. can absolutely beat the san diego legion i believe it in my heart and it, you know it, we're not dc coming in this game with a losing record in the uh, you know prior to the playoffs and just kind of stumbling and fumbling our way into the you know upsetting teams or whatever now free jacks deserve and belong to be here i, I appreciate Bucky chiming in here real quick. Nonstop San Diego to Chicago, three hours and 50 minutes. So there you go. Travel time a little bit yeah. less with the free jacks. What were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say, I, I appreciate your note that, you know, it's not a David and Goliath story. We always pump 100%. up the other team on this show. You know, we have a lot of respect for the different teams in MLR mostly. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, with a team like San Diego, they are good. There are a lot of positive things to talk about. And it could definitely come across as, you know, pitching it as a uh you know oh shucks maybe you know maybe we can even get them and it's it's not that they are a good right. team um but they are definitely beatable and um i really like new england against them in terms of uh the matchup and like we already said just wanting that really strong opponent to to win it all against no it has was it was it chris uh our our chris bozo, bozo. said um you know no asterisks no oh, no. Uh, no no footnotes on on this one you know this no is sneaking a, any uh, all blacks into the roster two yeah, weeks before the playoffs no, yeah no funny business from either team you know th right. these are two teams who have really clear setups and identities um and uh, are just gonna each team is gonna bring what they bring and yep. we're gonna see who goes home with the shield i can't wait i've got to ask you dave i know you've got your uh, jacks rangers hat on right now but i want you to put your head coach hat on right now cool. how do the jacks beat this legion team how does that take place um do you want to hear uh you want to hear the real weird the real weird answer what sure. i think what i'm hopeful for yeah scrum penalties Ooh. good scrummaging so our um we started keanu uh kira Sims and um uh joel hintz. the bulldog joel hints yep. this week with q at hook right yes so that was uh i don't really want to use i don't want to it's not framing it as first choice and second choice or starters and backups that's what we have to get outside of especially as we think about that front row mm. because the gambit worked the plan worked people saw it and, oh my god our our starters you know kyle and yeah. cole keith are on the mm -hmm. bench what are we doing this isn't a mid-season 
warm up. We're not looking to get guys time. What the hell's going on? And that that roster had nothing to do with like getting guys minutes or like right. getting a look or anything like that or or grade school kumbaya everybody gets a turn <laughs> shit. That right. was a tactical decision. And what it is is that we have our our most powerful scrummagers in Kyle and Cole. And if we can play Keanu and Joel mm-hmm. in that first half, and they can hang with the starters from DC. And I'm saying starters because they have a better set of props and a, and a set of subs. You know, Quentin yes. Newcomer, God love him. He's not, you know, he, he hasn't yeah. started all most of the season. He's been a, he's been a bench player. He's done a great job. I love Q. Sure. Um, that Q, different Q, two Qs. It's confusing. Um, in New England, what we're able to do is is rotate guys in such a way that we can bring on our well i'm getting ahead of myself talking about bringing on subs the the first set of props they did the job keanu got multiple scrum penalties that he took from generating pressure in the scrum from drive and causing the dc scrum to collapse we get a penalty it bailed us out a couple times mm-hmm. it gave us good attacking platform we had line out errors that you know kind of negated it at times, that's something we'll, we, we'll need to fix. But the scrum was rock solid. And then after we see those guys absolutely hanging with the best DC has, we bring on Kyle and Cole. <laughs> and they now, so the, the position that DC is in, their tired starters yes. cannot hang anymore with our fresh bench players mm-hmm. who are of the same calibers no drop in scrummaging power if anything maybe a slight raise those guys are very powerful yes and the hooker who came in mills he's very mobile mills is always in there in those turnover plays shuttling the ball along he offers a lot of mobility um and so you you keep a lot of good units on the field you kind of change out the pieces a little bit right yeah and they generated penalties as well those guys came in, DC had to bring in their subs because their starters just couldn't hang with fresh props, probably mm-hmm. a little earlier than they wanted to. So their subs are going to see, you know, almost an, tired, an yeah. entire half. They end up splitting more evenly and it worked. Our scrum was better than DC's scrum mm-hmm. all day. Now, San Diego has a very good scrum. They've got some good props. They've got some eagles. But... I think we hang with them. I think we hang with them just fine. I think, uh, I, I don't think I know, scrummaging, a lot of it is conditioning. Mm. And mm-hmm. age helps. You talked about age a little bit already. We've got a nice young pack. Nice. I think these guys can hang and bang. <clears throat> and I am really hopeful that our scrum can generate, it doesn't have to generate a ton. I think it was four against DC. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. We can get a couple scrum penalties and really use that it's a huge momentum flip when the other team has a scrum put in and you are driving so hard that they can't get their ball or they don't get a clean ball off the back or you even get a full penalty it is a gigantic momentum swing and those are the things that define 
the moments in big matches. It's um, demoralizing for the other team as well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Really, it, it's compounding. It's something where like, if you can get it happening, it's more likely to keep happening mm -hmm. um, for numerous reasons. The way the referee looks at the scrum and referees the scrum. Once you see one guy going down, you're going to watch to make sure, okay, the scrum collapsed. Did that same guy lose his feet again? You know, I know that the you know this particular player has gone down a couple times if i have to resolve it somehow that's going to be my guess it looked like maybe he was unsteady okay it's also gets in the other team's head so i'm really hopeful that our scrum will be a, as good a weapon as it has been in many many games our scrum has been like a silent a quiet mvp this season our scrum is very very good it's very generated good. Yeah. a lot of scrum penalties specifically mm -hmm um just the other teams who can't hang with us then it's not just a momentum flip if you're you know anywhere around the middle of the field you can get pretty deep on that penalty kick and now you have a lineout now our lineouts mm -hmm. we talked about it already a little bit they weren't perfect against dc there were oh there were like every kind of error you can get we had <laughs> at one point we just didn't even send a guy up at another point clearly the hooker and the the lineout pods like were on totally different plays um we had overthrows we had not straight i mean none of that's great but it's also really fixable you know that that's all stuff that you can address pretty pretty easily we've seen it at times this season where our lineout's been a little shaky and it's come right back so i expect that to be a come right back i think our lineout will be good and then when you have your scrum generating some penalties when your lineout attacking platform is solid and you can turn that into points you're in a really good position in terms of just controlling mm -hmm. the field and denying opportunities to the other team so it's a cliche that set piece is important obviously set piece is important it's a right. big piece of the game it couldn't not be important but in a championship final like this i think to to my mind it really rises we're gonna have to do all the other stuff we're gonna have yeah. to come and defend with pace uh, we're going to have to make those dominant double tackles that we, we got to slow them down in their quick ruck, man. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's it's... a, that's a great point. We've got to, we got to use the, those guys, Mitch Jacobson, Car -car and, and, stuff. you know, yeah, yeah. All those guys being Slade or Joe or cam, whoever is back there is going to have to slow that ball down for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but in, in my mind, if we get those set piece things, right. I think we come away with the shield. Love it. Love it. Um, is that your key to the game or, or do you it's got not, it's okay, not okay. my key Thank to the you. game. Thank it's you. just, Thank it's my, my head coach. Hat. I love it. That's what, that's what I think is important. Cause I think you're asking about tactics. Yes. I yes. also, my key to the game is also very much a Dave McVay's head coach style answer. Okay. um let's hold and, off and on is, that for yeah just we'll, we'll hold off yeah, on yeah. that but I, I really wanted to get this perspective from you dave because i was slight i'm I, you know i feel good about our chances right you know we're mm -hmm. there for a reason but i look at this legion team and i think man they're really 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 good and we lost to them earlier in the season yeah. so i'm a little i don't know I, i'm slightly concerned about our chances although i back the boys 100 percent you know, this is a team that we already lost to. They're really, really, really good. So I think it's going to be very, very close. Now, I said very, very close last week. And we ran away with it. We dominated D.C., which is awesome. But this one's going to be a tall 
a tall mountain to climb for sure. And I wanted to, cause I wrote a lot in key to the game, probably some <laughs> might say more than I should have. Did you write an oh, essay, no. Phil? Yeah, I did a little bit. I mean, if you break it up into paragraphs, there's, there's definitely more than one. Um, so I wanted to get uh, Colonel Kenny Thompson, who I highly respect, great rugby mind, one of the best Free Jacks fans out there. I asked him, like, what is it going to take to win this game? So I just wanted to go through his, uh, his perspective here real quick. Take points when they're offered. We struggled to break them down earlier in the season. I like our open play in the backs, but they are strong covering. Our line out, if it is working that day, may yield points, but can't be a guarantee. They give a lot of pins away, penalties away, which is absolutely correct. They talk about this on the broadcast against Seattle. And again, I would go to the post rather than the line. Uh, our defense may be our best chance of winning this. If we can deny them a solid lead, they may get more desperate and lose their discipline. Again, points from the post. So he's really talking about yeah. you know playoff rugby. Play playoff rugby in the playoffs. It's definitely going to help you if you do that. Uh, New York missed that memo a couple weeks back, and they'll be watching this game <laughs> instead of playing in it. So that's always nice. But um, let's you know totally respect what he's saying here. This is coming from a guy that's seen more rugby than I've ever seen. So I highly respect his opinion. He's forgotten more about rugby than I know. So I really love that very, very experienced rugby fan's perspective. Um, and let's move over to key to the game. And I guess I should just go first because we're going to be here a while. Um, <laughs> so my key to the, I, I'm going to hold off on saying what it is. I'm going to give you a little bit of a history lesson here, Rangers. General Hannibal of Carthage in uh, 216 BC faced down a Roman force of 80,000 legionnaires with only 40,000 men. Easy math here. He had half the numbers that they did. It was a six-hour bloodbath. It was regarded as one of the greatest tactical feats in military history and one of the worst defeats in Roman history. The Carth Carthaginians, led by Hannibal, surrounded and practically annihilated the Roman armor with a flanking uh, maneuver called the pincer movement. The Free Jacks are coming into this game as underdogs, which I, which is very, very unfamiliar territory, but this isn't a best of seven or a best of three series. This is a winner take all. You have to leave it all out there. The Jacks have to play their best offensive and defensive game of the season to win point blank period. It doesn't matter that the Legion have been favored. It doesn't matter that they have a better record than us. It doesn't matter that they broke our hearts in week two and broke our winning streak from last year. This isn't a war. It's a one battle, one game. Winner take all in one contest. All that matters is the final score when the bluff the referee blows the final whistle. So what you have to do is be Hannibal at Kanai. And, you know, doesn't matter that you're not favored. Doesn't matter that you're underdogs. Just go out and win the game. Be tactically better than they are. Do what you have to do to take your sword and shove it directly into the heart of the opponent. Put them to the sword. Play playoff rugby and you will win. This team is built up with grittiness in mind, with that Boston mentality of it's us against the world. Now go out and show it and win this fucking shield. What you got, Dave? I love it. Um, the 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 rugby equivalent of the the retreat, well, famed 
retreat and encirclement at Kanai would probably be letting the ball carrier through to isolate them and then get the poach, which is yeah. going to be important for us as well. Absolutely. I, I, I like that as a key to the game. Thank you. Um, my key to the game, we got to have fun, baby. <laughs> we know there's, we know all the rugby stuff we got to do. Right. Like yeah. we talked about it a lot. We talk, I just went on at length about, you know, some of the things I think will be really important. But what this team has done is create a group of a playing group where guys are, are playing with spark, with daring, with creativity on both sides of the ball, taking risks. Um, and the way they do it makes them happy. Right. You watch these players as they play. They have a smile on their face. They back each other. They're there for each other. Um, if we're going to be the MLR champions, mm -hmm. we will be the champions that way, the free Jacks way. Mm -hmm. And while it's a lot, it's all smiles and giggles when you're winning, when we've been winning. Right. And yeah. so I think we think of that stuff coming as secondary to the uh, performance. Hey, we're winning. So everybody's happy. I think in a match like this, obviously these guys are going to be dialed in. They're going to be focused. But I I am going to feel good about the game when I see we have, you know, a line break or a good uh, uh, mall or something, right, at success, and you see the smiles on the players' faces. And they know that this is theirs. Like, they got this. It's It's another game. They get the win. And they're the champions. So my key to the game is to have fun. It's so crazy that we, we are a bit different in our approaches to this, but I definitely consider that making that my key to the game. Prior to the whole Hannibal versus Rome thing, <laughs> I was looking at just have fun. So that's that's pretty awesome. I'm so glad that that is uh, you know, something that we are both considering. But you're absolutely right. This team is, what is it, humble, hungry, and fun, right? I believe I got that correct. So having fun, extremely important to the game of rugby. If you're not having fun, what's the point? And even though this is a winner go home situation go out there and have fun because if you're not having having fun you're probably going to get run over at some point you have to have joy in playing this game even though there's so much on the line you know all of that other bs and stuff like that but it's still a fun game so go out there and have fun i love that day that's fantastic we got some comments here ranger kathy chiming in both physical teams going to be a tough match smarter team will take it love that uh, and we also got a Facebook user here saying defense wins shield slash cups. Swarming defense will be the key. It's hard to disagree with that because Seattle's a team that it really wants to have line breaks, right? They, they're a team yeah. that is kind of built for San, that. Their, their backs Diego, are yeah. juiced up. Yeah, San Diego. I'm not sure what I said. But, yeah, San Diego uh, is the team that we're playing. Uh, mm -hmm. But, yeah, th that's one thing that will ha definitely have to be successful is that swarming defense. We can't just let them run wild because they absolutely want to. They're built up that way. So that's yeah. one thing that they will have to focus on. I think that was my key to the game when we played them week two. Or it was, was it week two? Yeah, um, I think it was week two, yeah. That was that scramble defense that you know they're going to get line breaks and what they do is break the line and then shank you right like they're so good and support similar to the free jacks and that like if they break the line if you're not right there to really shut it down quickly mm -hmm. you're in you're in a lot of trouble so I think I think those that's great and Kathy's Kathy's right as well it is going to be really physical we know that they can yep. you know both teams are going to bring the heat. And it's probably 
I agree, going to come down to smart decision making. Um, I want to, uh, for folks to throw in their predictions here so that we can read them off as we're getting ready to provide ours, our prediction for the game. And I'm guessing uh, that you're going with the dice once again, as you have all season. I have a real prediction. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, wow. I was, I was navel gazing earlier and, and, uh, you know, I don't know if I, I can, no, I can do the dice if people feel strongly that it's a bad idea to, to change ships midstream here. Um, but yeah, I was, I was thinking about it and I mean, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a squeaker. So real quick in the chat, I know every, I asked everybody to put their predictions in, put a yeah. yes or no. Should Dave roll the dice and continue the tradition that's happened all year long with his prediction? Um, if you think he should put yes, if you think he should change it up, put no. Uh, and we will go with whatever yeah. wins out here. Because we got them. We got the dice. We got They're the available. dice. They're right here. I wanted to go through some of the predictions that have come in here. Ross Perlon. We haven't seen. I, Ross, I, you know, I, I hope you're doing well, pal. I'm so glad that you're watching this right now. One of my favorite fans of all time. I haven't seen you with that flag in, a, in quite a while. I hope <laughs> you're doing well, pal. Uh, Ross says 28-21. Jacks with the win. John L's now here. Free Jacks 24. San Diego 21. I, I, I'm I'm feeling that prediction for sure. Roll the bones. Roll the bones. Roll yeah. Them bones. Clearly, we're rolling the bones. Yeah, that's right. fine. Yep. Those are good predictions. My prediction is pretty close. I won't reveal it because then it, what would be the point of rolling the bones? But they're pretty right. pretty in line with we, with what's coming through. One more coming in. Thirty three to seventeen. Free Jacks. Man, if that was the case, woo, we're gonna be partying in the stands. I'll tell you that for sure. And Ross is chiming in once again. Roll them roll. dice, Ranger Ross. Is saying roll the dice, Dave. Give the people what they want. Give All right. The people what they want. Let's see what we got. We got uh 35. I don't think Ooh. either team's gonna score 35, but we'll see. Yep. If somebody does, I better be us. Because the other thing I got is oh a 38. Never mind. Take it back. 38 free jacks, 35 to San Diego. Wow, incredible. All that right. is that would be a very high scoring shield match. We'll see what we get. I'm predicting a, a lower score in this one. Um, I am predicting, of course, our Free Jacks to win this game. Uh, I don't think that's a shock to anybody. I will go ahead and let you know that I have San Diego 17, the New England Free Jacks 20. And listen to this prediction. I think John L's now spoiled it earlier because I've said this <laughs> for a long time now. And especially during Waka when he was having those monumental games last season where he earned that MVP. Wouldn't it be nice for Waka to kick a drop goal? I don't even think I said to win the game. Maybe I did say to win the game last year. But just, at, you know, at any point in the game. And I think there was one game that he actually tried it at the end and it didn't go through. I want to say maybe that might have been against Nola. I don't recall but he definitely tried a drop goal um, at Fort Quincy last season. But to win the game, a drop golf goal from our boy, Mr. MVP himself, Bodine Waka, to walk it off, I, I think that would just be unreal. Unreal. So I've got San Diego, 17, a New England Free Jacks, winning in dramatic fashion, 20. Storybook. And uh, yeah, it's a storybook ending to a storybook season. Breaks the Legion's hearts, and we walk out champions. Wouldn't it be nice, man? Now, hopefully that does take place. You know, I just want to see this team win. Like, you know, it, it's great to get there. Like, hey, we made it to we, – we made it, you know, one better than we did last year. We're going to the final, boys and girls. Uh, it's all well and good, but 
damn, I want to win, dude. I want to, I, you know, I want this team to be champions because they, they deserve it. Like it's such a, t- a fan thing to say, oh, they deserve it. But this team is so tight knit, and the organization is fantastic. I just want to see them hoist that shield as they deserve too. So, any closing thoughts, Dave? We'll see you in Chicago. <laughs> uh, I, I'm really excited. I feel really fortunate to be able to um, get out there and go to the final. I will not be able to go to the MLR finals every year. And this mm-hmm. was a year that it worked out for me and my family. And then the Free Jacks very graciously decided to go ahead and earn themselves a spot in it. So I I am just putting out a lot of gratitude to, to be going and to – have a chance to watch the free jacks hoist that shield and win a championship right there in front of my own very living meat eyes so uh, i i'm really excited i'm glad that you'll be there can't wait to see fans out there in chicago Uh, we will definitely find a pub or something to get a fan get together friday night before the game i don't know if i'll be there i'll be driving in with my family from youngstown ohio um on that night so, but the, certainly there will be a fan gathering, and uh, I think it's just going to be a great time out mm-hmm. in the Windy City. So let's get it. There's plans for a tailgate as well, so you guys make sure you're you're glued into the socials, whether it be the Free Jacks social media page or ours, the Jacks Rangers show, to see all the details. Especially, you know, if you're going to be there, make sure that you know you're gathering with all the fans together. Let's have uh, some, let's create some great memories for this final. It's not just about what happens on the pitch; it's you know what happens before and even afterwards. Uh, um, so yeah, definitely check that out. We're supposed to be doing something very very special with the pregame show. I can't talk too much about it right now but uh we'll definitely uh be around let's just say there uh prior to the game uh can't wait we will gather love that from ranger kathy and with that being said guys free jacks go out and win the shield let's ride baby i got the two just one, one word. word holy shit one word in three two one huzzah, huzzah.